my name is Allison Petty. I am part of your master coach team. And I have um, another coach with us today, Cindy, and she's going to be joining me. Um, and we're going to be talking today about community and surroundings and why they're critical and vital um, to your long-term success. So I'd love to hear in the chat, um, maybe for you on a scale of one to 10, how versed do you feel in understanding this concept of how our community and surroundings relate to our health? Like if 10 being like, I'm there, I'm the Oprah, I'm the Oracle, right? And like maybe zero being, I don't understand how it relates at all. I'd love to just know in the chat. I love that. I got an eight and a seven, 7.5. So we don't have any oracles, right? I don't know why I put Oprah up there, but I don't, I'm 46. And so I've just watched Oprah like transform before my eyes, right? <laughs> Lots of eight. So sounds like you guys get it, that it's related. Um, some resources for you, of course, in our live book is Element 5. And in fact, I'm going to guide you to Element 4 and 5 because Element 4 really is the precursor for the mindset in order for Element 5 to really make the most sense. So if you're new here or maybe you're not one of our paid clients and you don't have this book, you can ask your coach or you can just grab one on Amazon. I think they're incredibly uh, wonderful for helping you in your health journey. And then the other book, of course, is The Habits of Health. But page 139, Dr. Anderson goes into really the psychology of the surroundings and your people and why it's so incredibly important for your long-term success. So if you wanna nerd out a little more, The Habits of Health is always my go-to. So Cindy, how's it going, lady? Going great. Yay, I'm glad to help you. Yeah, I'm glad you're here with me. Cindy, tell us a little bit while we're waiting for more folks to come on, tell us a little bit about your health journey. Inspire us a little. Ah, sure. Um, I started in October of 2020 and I'd watched my coach for six months shrink and finally reached out to her and said, okay, what is this magic thing that you're doing? Uh, she supported me uh, 33 pounds down in three months. I went from wanting to bite my kids' heads off and destroying my closet every morning to, um, you know, just feeling amazing, full of energy. I love that. So I heard you 33 pounds in three months. Yep. And how long have you kept that off? Um, it's going on three years. Yeah. Okay. Does that inspire anyone? Drop a one in the chat. If you're like, that's my goal. I'm on my way. Or maybe you're beyond that. Right. Yes. I love it. So awesome. Good. So Cindy, today we're talking a little bit about, well, probably a lot about community and surroundings and in your journey, how has that related to you? What's been most important to you? And yes, building your body, right? And having a healthy body, but tell us a little more about why it's been important for you um, and what comes up for you regarding community and healthy surroundings. Yeah, um, 
I, I just, I started with that weight loss goal and had no idea how it was going to affect um, my family, my relationships. I could literally, as I physically got better, I could feel my relationships getting better. I got feedback from my daughter um, that she was watching me get healthy. She was so proud of me. Um, I, I, I think it starts like, like a ripple out. Like you start with your home. Like I got to clean out my pantry and I got to clean out my desk drawers. I got to clean out my car. Um, when I went to my mom's house, I was like, okay, please, please hide the candy dish. Let's put some, maybe some almonds in there or something instead. Like, um, I got to be prepared when I went to my brother's house, you know, he, everybody does things differently. So I got to get a plan in place so that I was successful where, wherever mm -hmm. I went. I love that because what I'm hearing you say is that yes, the program worked, but you also started implementing um, your surroundings, meaning like who am I hanging out with and what types of food are gonna be there and how does that affect me or not affect me? And so if you had to pick just your top things uh, that you pay the most attention to regarding your community and surroundings, what would those be? The stuff that we kind of talked about before, like your people and support yep. and things like that. So I, I believe we kind of need pillars around us. So I have got four friends that I have, that they're my go-to people. They know my health goals. They know what's important to me. They are completely surrounding me so that, so that I, I, I don't fall. Um, I also have a, a local walking group that has, that is there walking with us. And that, that's our goal is, is health. That's what we talk about. That's, that's what we aim for. And that's a weekly commitment. And then I have a virtual exercise group. So that's a daily um, kind of an accountability group because these people want to help me get the things that I say that I want. Um, and it, it doesn't have to be perfect. Um, something I read in getting ready for this is that practice makes permanent. It doesn't make perfect. It, if we just keep practicing, it gets better. Mm. Um, I also have good books around me. I have good podcasts in, in my ears. So that's just as much a diet to the things, the things around us that we're consuming. I love that. And Cindy, what would you say to someone who is like, yeah, I want that. Like you didn't start that way, right? Like no. what were some, if you had to put it into like really simple steps when you started the program, it sounds like you didn't really know that you were going to, that this transformation, the full transformation was going to happen. So what would you say to someone who's like, yeah, that sounds great, but what are the simple steps to start practicing? Exactly that. One small, simple thing at a time. One healthy habit at a time. Um, start, with, start with the water. Just get the steps down. Um, go outside. I find huge amounts of, of healing and health just by being outside, getting some grounding, getting some fresh air, some sun, there's nothing in a hurry outside. So it's a great place to just kind of get some peace. Um, just, uh, I'm forgetting what you asked me. <laughs> yeah, well, you mentioned like, just when you're thinking about your community and surroundings that these pillars, 
that, yeah. you know, the facts are, if you're on one of our nutrition plans, you're going to lose 10 pounds a month. You're going to feel amazing. You're going to reach your goal. Our hope is that what you're doing along the way is what Cindy's talking about, putting these pillars in place so that when you are at your goal, you have healthy friends around you. I don't know about you, but in my past life, I was not very healthy in my body or my mind. And when I decided that I wanted to live a healthier life, some of my friends changed. And when I say some, I mean quite a bit of them. <laughs> um, and so you might find that that might ring true for you. I'm not saying you have to break up with all your friends, but it might mean that some of them start to shift or change. It might also mean that you find more joy in being around positive-minded people. Um, Kaylee and I, she's part of the Master Coach team. We talk a lot about this, that once you become aware and once you become, you have this knowing you kind of can't unknow it. Yes, got a kid over here in my periphery, like mom, mom. Um, you can't really unknow it. And then you start to kind of notice, like for me, um, there's some family members <laughs> that I'm like, oh, now I know. Like they're just so negative and they say these things. And I've gotten to where I'm incredibly, um, aware of how I spend my time with them. And it doesn't mean we just cut off relationship. It just looks a little different. Would you say you notice that too, a little bit, Cindy? Yes, absolutely. Uh, the first thing that came up for me was I used to play a lot of volleyball. And when you go there, there's usually some beer and pizza. And so I found that the time that I spent there was less and less. That just kind of got moved to the outer circle of my life and spent more time, you know, drinking water and walking because I felt better. Mm -hmm. um, and I had something happen last weekend with my daughter. Um, I woke her up at 8.30, was like, come have breakfast with us. And she's like, oh my gosh, I'm late. I gotta go have coffee with Michaela. And I'm like, who's Michaela? Like, 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 where is this crazy chaotic energy coming from? And it wasn't on the schedule. I didn't know about it. And I was like, you know what? Just let her go. So now I, I get to stop and slow down and not get sucked into her anxious energy. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk to her and about, okay, maybe before bed, let's talk about what you got going in the morning. Mm -hmm. So huge opportunity for me to not, not, you know, react and be like, why do you do this to yourself? Like that was just wanting to come out of my, my mouth. <laughs> Why do you do this? And mm -hmm. I just let her be and slowed down. Dr. A says to take some breaths, take a drink of water. I, I walked upstairs and was like, you know what, we're going to get through this. And now we can talk about it next mm -hmm. time. Yeah, I love that. And that awareness just comes with time. It doesn't mean you start a nutrition plan to lose weight and you just start cutting ties everywhere. It just means that the people that you spend time with might shift or change. I know that you guys have heard this, um, that you're most like the five people you hang out with. And so back to kind of your volleyball story, Cindy, something that I've noticed, it's not that like, I mean, maybe for a period of time, I would opt out of the volleyball because it was a trigger or just imbalance for me. But what I've noticed is now instead of completely cutting myself out or feeling deprived is I go, I still go, but I take a healthy alternative. 
And what I have found is that a lot of those old groups of people um, who were otherwise unhealthy or just kind of not aware, it starts to kind of bring awareness to them. Like there's some coaches on here. How many of y'all made cauliflower mashed for Thanksgiving? And everybody eats it. You know, you bring it in my family because I'm Southern y'all. I bring it and they're like, oh, here she comes. Oh, healthy, make health their sons, you know? And, but then they're the first to eat it. And they're like, these are pretty good, Al. Okay, okay. And I don't feel super full. And I'm like, mm, okay. So we just let that slide. But if you can start to kind of in your communities, not maybe retract, but just transition a little in, you might notice that you bring some joy and love. And that when you get to your goal weight, you have those pillars like what Cindy's talking about too. I love that, Cindy. Thanks for sharing all of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And is there anything you want to add before we just transition to call for questions or call to coaching? I think it's just literally slowing down and looking at, at what, where you're at and, and how can I make an improvement? Yeah. And what about that quote you told me earlier? I don't know if you shared that yet. I loved it. Um, that I get to be the best me that I can be. And that allows you to be the best you that you can be. I love that. Will you say it again? Just cause I like, I like it. <laughs> I get to be the best me that I can be. And that allows you to be the best you that you can be. Isn't that good? Like more reasons to take care of ourselves, And I, that, that leads me to say like taking care of ourselves, taking care of our surroundings, really advocating for ourselves, it's not selfish. It allows us to show up to be our best selves so that everyone in our community and everyone in our surroundings, they get to show up to be their best selves too. And I think when you think of it that way in a really powerful position, um, it can shed light to making this a positive thing and not about what I can't have or what I can't be a part of, but more about how can I contribute? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's better than boss and somebody. It's just like a mm -hmm. loving permission for them to just be inspired mm -hmm. to take a step. Yeah, I love it. And so, yeah, back to element four and five in your life book. It's going to guide you with the stuff that Cindy was coaching you on today. And then page 139 in the Habits of Health. Also in our Align uh, communities, we have some podcast episodes that are linked to the top. So if you're not a reader, for some reason, and that's holding you back, you can get the podcast of Element 4 and 5 in your ears. We still don't have an audio version of the Habits of Health, but I know that Dr. Anderson is working on that, or at least we've been buzzing in his ears about it. Um, so there's some resources for you. And then for now, does anyone have questions, comments, feedback? Is there an event or anything coming up for you that you would like some gentle coaching on? You can raise your hand at the bottom. There's a reaction. It looks like this. See how my hand got raised? It bumps you to the front of the class. Um, and then I can have you come off mute. Janine, I see that you raised your hand. I can't see your face though. So I'm gonna wait and see. There you are. I don't know if you meant to do it. What's going on, lady? So um, next week, well, actually Friday night, I head to Atlanta and I'm seeing my two sisters together and this is 
this sounds really bizarre, but it's the first time that the three of us have spent like alone time as adults. Mm-hmm. And, um, we all have our roles, right? You know, big sister, middle sister, little sister, right? Not old, like not not older. And we all have triggers from the past. And I was kind of the like shy, more picked on kid growing up by my siblings. Mm-hmm. And so I just could use some advice around staying on track and not letting emotional stuff you know take me out right girl why don't you coach me on that right like are we all not in pursuit of that but I'm like I'm like you know I've been doing some work around like you know like resigning my my like childhood roles you know in the family and stuff like I mean like like high universe like I resign right I don't want to be Mm-hmm. So I love this question. And if it's okay with you, I'd love to just walk you through some gentle framework. And instead of me telling you, I'd love to just ask you some questions and let you go away with a little bit of framework that would probably serve you best. Would that be okay? That'd be great. Okay. So what I'm hearing you say is that you're going to be with your sisters in Atlanta. So you have an Atlanta visit with the mm-hmm. sisters. Yeah. In the South. with all. Food. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes, girl, I know Atlanta. I got some tips for you sidebar about that. Like, cause I know, I know all the food side issues with Southern food. So I can coach you on that. Um, but for now, let's talk about the emotional part of that. Like when you think about this Atlanta visit with the sisters, what type of thoughts come up for you? Um, I'm excited. And also I have like anxiety about it. Right. Okay. I'm- so that like we'll end up like judging up like past stuff because that's what you do with family when you get together at least in my family mm-hmm. and um we you know yeah just like anxiety the last time I saw my older sister was when my brother passed away so it's been like eight years um okay. Spain but um my younger sister have kind of like really matriculated into friends and mm-hmm. older sister still does the, well, I'm the big sister and you should X, Y, Z about your life or about whatever, da, 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 right? Yeah. So, so yeah. That it sounds like you're having some anxiety and is that coming from the thought of like, they are going to judge me? Is that what I heard you say? Well, there's, there's judgment and then there's also the triangulation. Right. So there, there were definitely times in my life where my two sister ganged up on me and my mom, Mm -hmm. but now my mom's, you know, my mom's not part of this. So. Right. So maybe a more likely thought that's creating anxiety is they're going to gang up on me. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And you have evidence of this happening in the past. Yeah, yeah. Sure. or your, your body does, they're going to gang up on me. Yeah. And that creates this anxiety feeling and any other emotions come up for you? Is there, or is it primarily anxiety? Um, there's that whole thing of like, okay, Janine, like make sure you remember your boundaries, right? Yeah. Like okay. you know, you've created boundaries, right? And, mm-hmm. um, and, and I'm talking like emotional boundaries because you know, let's face it, our emotions are tied to like how, how we work with food, right? How we react. Yes. With food. 100%. And, 
you know, and drink. Yeah. hundred yeah, percent. Which of course is why it, it's so good that we're talking about this before you mm-hmm. go. Um, so they're going to gang up on me. Is there anything else that kind of comes to mind about it? Um, my older sister's uh, husband, he and I kind of had a falling out before they moved to Spain. So I have anxiety around like seeing him in person again too. Okay. I mean, we've like kind of buried the hatchet, but there's, there's, so there, there's this empowering aspect of like me, like stepping into this and like facing some fears around it too. Right. Mm -hmm. And and saying, okay, well, it doesn't have to look that way anymore, right? Yeah, yeah. well, and when you're feeling anxious or feeling that anxiety about them ganging up on you, what types of things do you do or not do? It, either in advance or when you're there? Um, well, are you talking about like positive things or things? Like All of it, yeah, um, like just uh, behaviors. I would probably drink too much, Okay. Right? When you feel anxious, you drink. Um, yeah, well, okay. in, in this situation, that would be my go-to, right? Like okay. with, like to look to num- numb some of the things that I would mm-hmm. say, right? To keep, yeah. I'm, the, I'm the peacemaker, right? Okay. Right, okay. so. What other things might you do when you're, th- when you're having that anxiety, worried about them ganging up on you? um shut down what does that mean when you shut down uh that means that i i am no longer an active member of the conversation i'll mm-hmm. be like i i become pretty passive and like uh-huh yep yeah, mm-hmm, whatever right versus okay. being engaged okay anything else come up for you um I still have like stuff around my older sister from like childhood betrayal stuff. I think Mm. I'm still, there's part of me that's still mad. Right. Mm. Does that bring you anxiety or would that be like kind of a separate conversation? That's kind of like a pissed thing. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. So when you're feeling that anxiety, you'll either drink or you'll shut down anything else come up that when you're Um, feeling anxious I won't necessarily make good choices when it comes to what I say or what I eat okay so food choices increase Mm -hmm. yeah so it sounds like first of all thank you for this this is a really gentle basic framework to help clients become aware of what's happening in their body and then of course what happens as a result of it. And so what I'm hearing you say is that you've got this Atlanta visit coming up with your sisters. Um, You're worried or having the thought they're going to judge me or they're going to gang up on me. And when you're thinking these thoughts, it's creating this anxiety. And when you feel anxious, your anxiety causes you to do some really undesirable behaviors for yourself, right? Like drinking or eating food off plan, maybe binging. You didn't say that, but I, I'm, is yeah. that kind of, I, okay. Yeah. I, I might say like bar, barbecue French fries and, you know, sounds, yes. big Coke sounds good to me. Well, it'd be Dr. Yeah. Pepper, but you know, yeah. I've been years, right? But yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then 
when you do these behaviors, it's creating, it's creating an outcome of them maybe possibly judging you for your behaviors. Mm-hmm. Could you see that? Oh, that could be part of it. Or, uh, or if I choose not to like go down the path, right? Like, oh, well, you know, they may say, let's get barbecue, let's get pizza, da, da. and it's like, yeah, I'm not really into that. Like, you know, do they have salads? Yeah. Right. So yeah. they could, they could be right either way. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> They're switching. Yeah. So what if, what if just in this framework that they're going to gang up on you? I mean, let's say they do, it increases your anxiety, but what if you were to go into Atlanta with a plan of, um, not that I'm going to binge eat or, you know, drink all the alcohol, but what, what if it would look like your plan is, I know that it create this anxiety creates these behaviors. And so I'm going to look at, um, menus in advance. I'm going to suggest the restaurants because I know that I can get Mm. a protein salad. Um, What would it look like for you to really empower yourself going into the weekend and saying, um, you know, it's not that I'm on a diet or I'm restricting, but I feel so dang good. I'd love to be in charge of DoorDash, right? Or the groceries. Yeah. Do you see that helping decrease your anxiety in any way? Yeah, that that's helpful as is um, me not staying in my sister's house. I'm staying at a hotel instead. So I, I oh. get to go. <laughs> yeah, good. Like, again, like creating boundaries and like, no, like, oh, I have to work in the morning. Like I'm going to work part-time next week. So oh, I got to go yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So can you see that these, you know, really the thought of they're going to gang up on me, creates the anxiety and the anxiety mm-hmm. can go either way. You could be preventative or it can be not catastrophic, but it could be reactive where you're drinking and increasing food. And all that does is lead back to kind of the same story of they're judging me or they're going to gang up on me. It increases those feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And what do you think about that? Does that make sense? It totally makes sense. Yeah. What do you want to do? So I think I'm going to, you know, like, again, like having those boundaries in place. And I, I hadn't thought about like looking ahead at menus and, and what mm-hmm. like is around my sister's place and, and saying, oh, you know, like, hey, let's go over here. Right. Yeah. I, but I want to eat there. <laughs> yeah. I liken it to being helpful, not bossy, <laughs> because I, I think Allison, you know, 10 years ago, super bossy. I'm still bossy, but now I'm helpful. Right. Um, and so in what ways could you be um, super helpful? And that might serve you really well. Um, for myself, it would be, it would be like essentially ensuring that I've always got water and I've got like mm-hmm. shake packed in my purse because I can make those anywhere, right? Or yeah. the bar, mm-hmm. whatever. So it, it's it's having easy access to Mm-hmm. what is going to work for me right it's yes. like go and have some big meal and da, 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 then it's like okay I can have a sh- you know a shake and a side salad if I'm required mm-hmm. or, or something or whatever right yeah. So it's yeah it's choosing to do those things over the alternate of well you know screw it yes. I can I can relose these this last five pounds again right you're going to you're on your way yeah. And Janine, while you're thinking about how, what ways you can be helpful and to be preventative, 
Um, I think it would also be really, really helpful for yourself to think about a plan for if and when you do fall off or you there is a night of drinking or there's a night of fried cheese. Oh, there will like, be at least that one night of drinking, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm there for a week, so. Yeah, we'll set a plan for, hey, this is when this happens or if this happens, I'm going to do this and set that kind of preemptively in advance. And then that way you're not having these thoughts or feelings of, um, you know, I failed or so sometimes mm -hmm. those thoughts can like really hold people back. And then they're like, it's like you get a flat tire and you slash all the tires, right? Like, no, this was part of the plan. How can I love myself and restart? Yeah. Yeah. Good. I love that. Thanks for sharing, Janine. Can I, I add something quick? Yeah, of course. Um, so Janine, check out page 135, go through that before you go. And I'm so proud of you because eight years have passed and you get to show up differently. And maybe in the past you were, like you said, you called yourself the peacemaker, but we get to let go of things. We let go of weight. You can yep. let go of that title. I, I resign. Maybe, <laughs> yes. Maybe you can just have peace with you and you've got a plan and you are empowered and you're, you're amazing and, and have a great trip. <laughs> Thank you very much. Appreciate it. So good. I love our team of coaches because we all bring, just like you're going to bring to your group, Janine, we all bring different energy and different thoughts. So thanks for sharing that, Cindy. You guys have an amazing week and Janine will look forward to supporting you next week and hearing how everything goes. Okay. Bye guys.